0: Hey, y'all. It's Carmen. Thank you for joining me today for the Let's Be Real podcast. Uh, Brian's back with me, and we are continuing in this series um, called Next Steps. What do you do after you are saved? And so the first week, we presented the gospel, uh, did a salvation episode, and then last week, we talked about baptism and the importance of that as the next thing. So, how are you doing today? Great. <laughs> Good. Okay, so what are we talking about today?
1: We are talking about becoming a member of a church. Okay. So the question is, what's
0: the big deal about church? What's what's so important about it? So there's two. The word church is interchangeable or it's used in two different contexts. One being the, what? Is called the Big C Church, right? So that's the, what is that? If a church with a capital C
1: is all believers. All believers worldwide. Worldwide.
0: So this living, breathing organism. Right. Right.
1: That's always growing. Mm hmm.
0: And then you have like the little lowercase c church, and what is that?
1: Pleasant View Baptist Church. <laughs>
0: So your local church, each individual church. You know, we're we're we live in the south, so you could drive down the road and see how many churches in a five mile span. We would see pass, numerous ones. You'll right? pass
1: about twenty in a five mile
0: span. Twenty. So that's like your little lowercase C church uh, group. So what's the difference between each one of those? They're both important. But you can't, it's almost like you can't have one without the other.
1: That's true. That's kind of a hard question.
0: (laughs) I mean, I think about.
1: I mean, I have relationships at my local church, but I don't really have much of a relationship with somebody in Africa.
0: Right. Other than they're your brother and sister in Christ that you may never
1: meet. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Excuse me.
1: But we all are in the same cause. Mm Mm-hmm. We're all trying to do what Christ tells us to do, sharing Christ with others, baptizing others. So we have the same mission, but mm-hmm. right, we may not ever meet.
0: Which reminds me, you saying that of the Great Commission, which to go and to do. And I think we kind of uh, mentioned that last week, and I'm going to flip to it so I can read it. Uh, but in Matthew 28 um, 18 through 20. Yep, 18 through 20. Jesus said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So that's the marching orders for the big C church.
1: To... And that—that that is for every Christian. Mm-hmm. A lot of people believe that only preachers or
0: missionaries,
1: uh, yeah, yeah, ministers mm-hmm. can baptize. That says the church, which is you and me, right. So anybody has anybody has the authority mm-hmm. to do that through Christ. Yeah.
0: So the big C church, every believer has this command to go and to do this, but also you, that fleshes itself out within the context of an individual church that you go and be a part of. Right. That's a way that you can live out the great commission. If it's a church that's doing that themselves. Right. right? Okay. So, let me go back to um Acts because in Acts chapter 2, it tells and describes this body of people coming together that live in close proximity, they're You know, they're doing life together. Life's
1: important.
0: Yeah. So um, Acts chapter 2, verse 42 said, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. Selling their possessions and goods, they gave to anyone as he had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. So this is a description of what a church, a people of fellowship of believers should look like. Okay, so tell me and we'll each talk about this a little bit, tell me kind of your church story. Like, what is your experience with church? The local church, I would say.
1: Okay, so my parents uh, met at a local church and were married and have been at the same church for a very long time. Mm -hmm. Um, I was born, um, was born, and I've gone to this church my whole life. I'm 41 years old, so I've been... At the same church for 41 years. Okay. And then, like you said, your parents, your grandparents, yeah. grandparents.
0: were plugged in and a part of that church in leadership right. and leadership. And now Shelby, she's fourth, fifth, maybe generation of, At
1: least.
0: of stamps coming through that local church. So what have you, what is some of your experiences within that church? Like how have you been able to serve God or have you learned about God and that kind of thing?
1: Um, serving God, as we've said before, that um, grew up in the church, grew up in children's program, the youth program, and then um, through college, and then when I graduated, we we stepped into the role to uh, minister to the youth mm-hmm. in our church, which has been going on for 19 years. Yeah, and that's kind of where we're at now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, a lot of uh, good relationships have come from the church. Um, you've got to be willing to be open and honest and open up your life and um, build good relationships, which we'll talk about later. Nobody's an island. Mm -hmm. So um, you've got to open up, be honest to people so they know your struggles because nobody's perfect. And uh, of course, we all know that. Yeah. Um, So how was yours?
0: Well, I grew up in a church that my Kind of like you, my grandparents had gone to, not their entire lives. And then my mom, because they moved to that town and found this church. And so from birth through, I guess, senior high school, I graduated high school and then came up this way. You had so, to
1: dip out and you had to come up here. I, yeah.
0: <laughs> so I attended that church, I guess, eighteen, eighteen 18 plus years. So um, why'd
1: you stay at the church right now? Because if you. Exactly.
0: Bullseye. Well, no, I visited around during college, visited to different churches, trying to find a place where...
1: So what was wrong with
0: the other ones? Well, it just didn't feel like I could get plugged in and connected. And that really was what made the difference. Because I could go to a church service on a Sunday morning and leave, come back the next Sunday, nobody would have recognized me the same person introduced themselves, you know, over and over again, you know, that kind of thing. So knowing what I was looking for, because especially when I decided to stick around here in this area, I really knew because of my upbringing in church and how important that it was, and my parents made it a priority in our lives, I wanted to do that as well. And to get settled in an area included, to me, finding a local church. And so that's what That was what was so attractive about the church that you grew up in that we're still involved in. It's because it's like a family and people are very accepting, very loving, very friendly. And it's small enough to where you can get plugged in and feel like you're being a part and serving God. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that leads us to talk about what do we look for or what should someone look for in a great church? Now, we're not saying a perfect church, right. a great church. So we've come up with just a few things that would be something that you would need to look for. I think the first thing that needs to be a Bible-believing and a preaching, preaching. Bible-preaching right. church. Right,
1: from the Bible. Mm-hmm.
0: Not, but,
1: not a Maybe not a feel-good.
0: Not a feel-good, not a tickle-your-ears. Because it's not always yeah. feel-good. Right. It's a... I'm going to preach the Bible, and this may step on your toes, right? But it's the Word of God, and it's true, and it's going to stand the test of time. And that's what we need to hear. Yeah, yeah. What else can you find in a great church?
1: The people, mm-hmm. loving people, um, people that are willing to serve, committed, um, know their place, and are in their place. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Another thing is. To- for, for me, and that our, the, our church has given us the opportunity in years past to go and do missions and to be outward focused. I think that's important because that goes along with the Great Commission, right? To go into all the world. So if a church is outwardly focused, looking at the community in ways that they can serve, that's a pretty good indicator that the church is living out that Great Commission, which are, are our marching orders as the Big C church. Yeah, anything else? I don't know. Oh, I think what about, we're good. What about you? Yeah, no, I think we're good. <laughs> All right, so before we wrap up, let's go over some do's and some don'ts. So, nice. should we do the don'ts first, first, or the do's first?
1: Ooh.
0: Or that's, that's do, kind of like, is your, do is your
1: cup half full or half empty <laughs> here?
0: I feel like we need to do the do's first, then. Okay. To be more optimistic. But we don't want
1: to end on a bad note.
0: Well, how about we do a do and then we do a there don't. You,
1: there you go. That's we why go back and forth. That's why you're in management.
0: We ping pong it. Oh,
1: yeah. I like that. <laughs> okay. All right. So
0: the first do is to do look for a church that's authentic. Look for some authenticity. Right? Right. And the flip side of that is is what? What's the don't?
1: Don't expect perfection.
0: Right. No, no church is per, no. perfect ever. None. Because it's made up of what?
1: Imperfect, Imperfect people.
0: Imperfect people. And I think that's where a lot of people get tripped up is because they're, they go into a situation or to a church thinking, nobody's going to hurt my feelings. Everybody's going to be nice. It's all going to be, you know, daisies my, and way. Right, daisies that's and my roses. Way. My needs are going to be met. And when they're not, those that's expectations, when, that's when problems arise. So nobody's perfect, right. and we can sit here. We don't have the time today, but we could sit here and talk about situations where our feelings have been hurt, or we have gotten upset about something. Yeah. But you're you're not going to just leave your family because you got upset. It's the same kind of mentality as right. you've got to stick through it and work through it. Right. All right, you do the next do. I don't
1: know which
0: one. Right here. <laughs> Find ways to get plugged in. Okay. Yeah, there's all kind of service opportunities, right? I mean, you can yeah. get plugged into um, Sunday school, yeah,
1: ministries, mm-hmm. something. You got to yeah. find something. That's that's.
0: I mean, even if it's as something as easy or simple as getting the coffee ready,
1: yeah,
0: before the service or at standing church, at the door, at yeah, opening the door for somebody, just being a
1: handing out bulletins, mm-hmm,
0: what, However that looks like at whatever church you find. There's going to be something. Um, that you're going to be able to do. On the flip side, our don't for that is to don't just sit there, right? right. You're not going to consume all that you can consume. That's not what God and, and through Jesus's example told us to do. Right. All right. The next do, um, and I don't know that either one of us have had this experience, but I think it's a good thing that some churches offer is it? do a new believers class. And in that, you build that foundation of what does it mean to be a believer? What does it mean to be a part of this, this specific church? And what is expected of me as being involved in this family? And how do I carry the load, my load, and use my gifting and talents and all of that? So what's the don't of that?
1: Don't flake out when it gets hard. Mm-hmm.
0: Too many Too many things we've seen. It got hard and somebody bailed. Um, And God never leaves us and never forsakes us when we get in a hard situation. And so.
1: Caesar just to bail. It
0: it is. (laughs) It really is. But to not do that is so important. All right.
1: Do the last do. Uh, Small groups where you can build those relationships. Mm Mm-hmm. Of it be in Sunday school or other things outside of church. Yeah,
0: there's value in um, come building relationships with those who are older than you, those who are younger than you, but also finding a group maybe that some appears of in the same type of lifestyle situation that you in that you're in, whether you're single, married, young children, teenagers, you know, having that. Camaraderie. Will we fit in old and
1: married? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, boy.
0: We have gray hair now. So, um, And the don't on that is to don't be an island. Don't isolate yourself.
1: We've said that multiple times.
0: Multiple times. And you really don't get the full benefit of being a part of a church when you isolate yourself. Right. When you go to service, sit in the pew and participate or consume or whatever you do and then walk right back out the door without talking to anybody making those connections
1: and building those relationships and And hopefully the size of the church depends on that mm -hmm. too if it's a smaller church we'll get you
0: (laughs) well that's right hopefully somebody in that church is going to walk up to you if they're outwardly focused again if they're looking at who's coming in that we can um, connect with Somebody's going to walk up to you and introduce themselves and say, Hey, can I help you? Can I answer any questions for you? Can I show you to where this is or that is or that kind of thing? So, yeah. Well, maybe we've given a good case to get involved in a local church.
1: Hopefully this is just our opinion. Yeah. (laughs) Well, some stuff comes from Scripture, though.
0: Well, and the theological word for that, the big Bible word is discipleship, right? That's what the local church is, its job is, is to, once you're saved, once you've been baptized, then the church comes in and gives you those tools that you need to walk with Jesus every day of your life, not just on Sunday or Wednesday or whenever the church meets. So, um, discipleship. We're running out of time. So, how about let's pray? Because we didn't last week, so forgive us for that. Sorry. (laughs) We'll pray and wrap up and talk to you about what next week is going to be involved. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for um, Brian for joining me. Thank you for our friends who are listening. Uh, And thank you for uh, the church. Thank you that you gave us the orders to go into all the world and make disciples. And I thank you for our local church that we're involved in that is our family Um, And I pray for those listening who may not be plugged into a church, God, that you would lead them to the place where they can feel at home and where they can serve you alongside other believers to be encouraged and um, lifted up and strengthened for the race that you have called us all to run. Thank you for all that you do for us and the opportunities to Um, glorify you through the local church. Help us to be faithful and committed, and um, we can't do it without you, and we ask for your help in this area. We pray all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, so next week we are talking about sharing your testimony, I think is what we're going to I believe so, yeah. I think that's what we're going to do. Share so, your story. Sharing your own story and praying to see somebody else come to Christ, right?
1: Sounds good.
0: All right. Well, we will see you all then. Thanks for joining us today.
1: Peace. Keep it real and true. Peace.
0: Thank you for joining me today for the Let's Be Real podcast. I sure hope you have been encouraged by our talk. Join me next week for another new episode Meet me right back here then. If you have been blessed by this podcast, please rate us, subscribe, and share with a friend. I would also love to hear from you. You can email me at berealkarmen at gmail.com. Let me know where you are listening from and how I can be praying for you. This is Carmen. Go be real. The world needs to see it.